Hello, Gary Williams here. Welcome to my In Conversation podcast, a mishmash of chit-chats with friends and influencers across the world. Now, many of these interviews were recorded over Zoom, so apologies for any dodgy audio quality. And if you want to watch the videos on YouTube or get in touch, head over to my website, garywilliams.co.uk. Enjoy. Hi, everybody. This is Gary Williams, again, reaching out to friends and colleagues in the artistic community all over the world to see how we're all coping in our own ways with this uh, crazy coronavirus situation. And the lady sitting, wasting patiently there is Verity Fitzgerald. Hi, Verity. How are you doing? Hi, Gary. Good. How are you? But you look very healthy, so I'm assuming there's no problems there. No problems. Healthy so far. That's good. Uh, Whereabouts in the world are you? Cape Town, South Africa, oh, wow. end of the earth. Yeah. So tell me, what is the situation like as far as lockdown and as far as the government getting heavy with it? Uh, is it pretty relaxed? Are there many cases there? What's, what's the deal right now there? Um, we are on total lockdown at the moment um, until mid to end of April, which is likely to be uh, increased. Um, extended from there but so at the moment they're quite strict uh, not even allowed out to walk dogs or exercise or anything like that so not allowed at, at all at all you're not even allowed to take the dogs out no nope. i mean you're allowed to go to the shops or the pharmacy or to the doctor but that's it so if you go to the, um, that's one of the things that we can do here in spain i mean tenerife is like everybody wants a dog right now because it's one of the few yeah. reasons that you can you can't go far uh, but you can walk your dog but in cape town no I think there are so many areas, you know, like the informal settlements and townships that um, are so congested that they're really trying to limit people leaving the house at all. So tell me, what is the, um, I mean, how do the, how many people are in these townships and how would you describe, I mean, when, when you talk about a township, what, what, can, what, are we talking like a slum or is it like a favela or is it uh, is it pretty civilized with power and is it, are these kind of permanent homes what, what are you talking about give me a picture it's a mixture um lots of areas are um kind of government housing um but they are just very close together very heavily populated um others are completely informal shacks so you know housing put together with whatever you can find corrugated iron sheets of plastic this that and the other sorry um <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's a bit of a mixture between formal, informal and a slum and not quite. So it's I think it's just much harder to control people when populations are so I was crowded. talking uh, the other day to a mutual friend of ours, Ravi, in India, in, mm. in Bhopal in India. And he was telling me, I mean, how much they're struggling. Certain communities yeah. of poor people are basically being left to starve unless people like him lend a hand. Are you experiencing the similar kind of extreme uh, issues uh, where you are? And do you see that in the the areas where the poorer people are are congregated? Um, To some degree, yes, but not quite as chaotic as as in India, I think, given that um, it was instigated with, with more preparation. Um, more time and, and more thought got into it. Um, but 
I think there's also a big stigma of it being um, an affluent people problem because it's related to people who have gone to Europe and traveled and there's a lot of misinformation regarding that. So a lot of people aren't taking it seriously and they should. Um, but at the moment we're seeing that it is more or less under control, but we're also not sure if that's, if we're in for a sudden spike. Well, let's hope not. Let's hope it stays under control yeah. as it is now. So yeah. you are a photographer in more normal times. Give us an idea for the kind of work uh, that you would do a typical kind of gigs for you. Um, so I work in commercial photography. So that's mostly advertising related. Um, and I work on a mixture of people and product. Um, and what I do is I sell the lifestyle that that company is selling, whether it's insurance or shampoo or, you know, whatever it may be. Um, what I'm selling is... look glamorous. <laughs> that's the aim. <laughs> yeah. And when you're doing these shoots, are they, are they often with a, a large group of people, like a, you know, a, a big sort of, is it, does it take like a, a whole crew to make this happen or is it just you with a camera? Um, most of the time it's a relatively big crew. So um, what I do a lot of is working alongside a TV commercial. So I'll be on set while the commercial is being filmed and then I will have to shoot alongside that once they've got all the various departments. There'll be an art department, a greens department, um, you know, hair and makeup, styling, all sorts of things going on. So um, it's it makes the most sense for me to be there alongside and, and shoot that as each setup is put together and shot by them. I will then shoot that. So presumably it is, it's not just you that suddenly finds themselves out of work. It's all of those people. I mean, hundreds of people, a hundred people that may be on one job and consequently thousands of people in your industry are suddenly unemployed. Yeah. Yeah. And um, especially given that we rely so much on international productions to come out to Cape Town for the locations, for the models, for the long, you know, sunshine hours, for the great weather, for the great exchange rate. Um, so being so heavily reliant on international community just makes it really hard suddenly to Do not have that. Is, is there any kind of uh, financial help uh, provided by the government for you? Because in the UK, there is a, a, a quite a comprehensive, it's far from perfect, but there's quite mm -hmm. a comprehensive financial package for all sorts of different types of people. Is that something that you personally are able to benefit from? Um, in theory, yes. But I don't think we've actually got as far as implementing yet. Um, so I guess that's going to take a bit more time. But the idea is that everything should be accounted for big business down to um, hawkers, you know. So we'll see. Are you Is the money a source of worry for you? Um, yeah, it's definitely going to be a problem at some point. Um, but at the same time, you know, I think I've said to you before, I'm so used to having to adapt. Um, the industry changes for us so quickly that every, you know, every quarter it's okay. What's different? How are we going to change and adapt and what's, where are we going? So I think um, a state of panic is perhaps just more familiar, <laughs> but there's, there's always a way around it. I think maybe it's just about, becoming more reliant on your your local market than your international um mm. there's always another avenue somewhere 
Yeah, I think that that way of thinking is something that uh, freelancers, self-employed people, particularly yeah. in, in the creative industries, are very familiar with. It, it's it's sort of you don't know where the next job's going to come from, and I mean, hopefully, but not always, because it's difficult. But hopefully, uh, for someone like you that's used to that happening, particularly where you are, if you manage to keep a little bit of money by to keep you going for a few months yeah. at least. But there are lots of yeah. people I've been talking to that don't have that, that don't have any cushion at all, maybe a month, uh, and never felt the need to have those kind of savings. And it's it's a great worry, isn't it, where how people are going to eat. Yeah, and you, it's just a luck of the draw as well as to what your last few months were like. Right, exactly. So, you know, if this had happened at a different time uh, of the year, I mean, we're lucky enough that we've just had our international season. We've just, we're just at the end of our summer. And summer is when all the internationals come and they shoot all their jobs. So we're going into our quiet season anyway. So people are more or less ready for that. I mean, obviously a little bit different in the film industry, they're, they're less seasonal. But in the advertising, you know, in doing what I'm doing, kind of prepared for that so i've had a good summer uh but not everyone has or you know in other parts of the world it's you haven't had that mm-hmm. i know you are on lockdown with your husband who is a wine expert so presumably you're sorted as far as the booze is concerned uh yes we are it's the the greatest lock-in of all time <laughs> that's right are you trying <laughs> I, I'm not a particularly big drinker, but we've been like, we're like getting through a bottle of wine every night, which is not like us. And I'm That's like, I'm going to the recycle bin with all of these bags of, I'm like, you know, when you see after a couple of days, <laughs> these bottles come from. And it, I'm like, I'm we're like having to, this is, we need to try and stop drinking so much. It's never been an issue before, but now it seems very easy to finish it's off a bottle. Suddenly, of five o'clock. Yeah. Hmm? suddenly five o'clock creeps up on you. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, how are you keeping uh, sane during the, the lockdown? Because you're uh, you know, very creative, uh, you know, very creative. to go from that. Well, I guess I've realized the true meaning of creativity is, is not about being artistic. It's about creating. And there's, there's really, it's one thing to just get on and do what's in front of you. But now there's nothing in front of you. You have to create something. And you have to make it out of thin air. You have to find and create something. So that's, it's been quite interesting to, to, there's nowhere to hide. You know, there's, there's all the jobs you don't want to do. Um, um, but at the same time, you, you really have this opportunity to stalk your prey quite so, you know, with quite so much time as to what, how are you going to do things when you, when this is over? Um, so it kind of feels like a ceasefire where everyone stops and you actually just kind of buy time to really think about what the next step is without everyone else moving on past you. Um, so that's quite interesting, but it's, it is quite hard given that when I'm on set, you can go sort of eight, 10 hours out, even having time to go to the bathroom. You know, it's just, it's so busy. It's so frantic. And now to have all this time is really quite crazy. Um, but I guess it's a it's a research period where you can step back. Um, so I guess sanity. I mean, we're only a week in, but yeah, we'll see. 
I some positive substantive for you. Yeah, I think. Look <laughs> <laughs> in with you in another month and see how you're doing. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna have to do follow-ups. Um, yeah, I do. I mean, I think um, during this time, you definitely realise how much you are reliant on a community and other people, and that. I mean, we always knew this. I can't go and do a shoot without models and a stylist or, you know, a product or whatever it is. Um, but now also that how much you need each other to, for support in other ways, mm -hmm. uh, not just the logistical side of it. So it's quite good to remember that. And even the same as, you know, two of us freelancers in one house. So, well, I can't actually go and shoot something, but we can still be, you know, working on Ewan's business or his website or... Um, at the end of this, it'll be quite easy to continue to sell product or, you know, mm -hmm. so and how, how interchangeable we'll have to be into, into each other's businesses. I think there are opportunities to be had if we are, as you say, creative enough or brave enough yeah. to be creative and, and find yeah. uh, Verity, it's great talking to you. Thank you so much for taking time out you. of your busy schedule because I know you've got so much to do. Uh, <laughs> so much reading to do, bookshelves and bookshelves. That is true. It's a good thing. <laughs> Schedule reading. Thanks so much, Verity. I wish you uh, the best of luck and uh, stay safe. Lots of love. Bye bye. Thanks, Gary. You too. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch and hear more interviews just like this one, head over to my website, garywilliams.co.uk.